2: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode's going to be The Adventures of Wild Bill Hickok. Original air date is June 10th, 1951, and the title is The Confidence Game. Hope you enjoy.
3: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
6: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire,
3: huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase
5: by law. website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Hi, you folks. Hold on to your hats and pass those Kellogg's corn pops. Because here comes Guy Madison as Wild Bill and his pal Jingles, which is me, Andy Devine. We got another rootin' tootin' Wild Bill Hickok adventure story for you from that great new cereal with the sweetening already on it. Kellogg's Corn Pops
7: Kellogg's Corn Pops Brings you Wild Bill Hickok Starring Guy Madison as Wild Bill And Andy Devine as his pal Jingles With both their war bags and six guns loaded for trouble, Wild Bill Hickok and his deputy Jingles are headed for the town of Pleasantville. After covering thirty miles yesterday, they made camp on the banks of a clear little stream called Singing Creek. This morning, they are just about to jump into the only bathtub known to Western trail riders.
1: <laughs> Last one into rotten egg, Bill. Here I go. Right with you, Jingles. Whee! <laughs> Man, does that feel good. Yeah, it sure does. We sure hit a lot of dust yesterday. Oh, you said it. Hey, throw me the soap, Bill, before somebody decides to plow me up and plant potatoes. Here you are. Oh, boy, I could just stay in here and wallow in this creek all day like a happy little hog. Hey, don't
4: sit down. You'll plug up the creek and leave me high and dry.
1: Oh, now, Bill, I'm not that big.
4: Then let's just say it's a small creek.
1: Yeah, let Hey, say, Bill, what are we going to Pleasantville for?
4: To see if I have any messages. I left word at Abilene that I'd stop in Pleasantville.
1: Then you mean that for once we're not heading for trouble?
4: Nope, we're just arriving. Better get your boots on. It's time we're hitting the trail.
1: Okay. but that no trouble business sounds too good to be true. I'll still keep my fingers crossed till after we've checked that telegraph office for a message from Abilene.
0: Oh,
4: Whoa, boy. Whoa, whoa.
1: Whoa, whoa. Uh, this the place, Bill?
4: Yep, this is it, Jingles. Let's go in.
1: Well, I still got my fingers crossed, and I've been hanging on to my rabbit's foot all the way into Pleasantville.
0: Well, howdy, strangers. <laughs> what can I do for you?
4: We just dropped by to see if you had a telegram for us.
0: Yeah, but we don't want any.
4: What's that? You don't want any. <laughs> you heard me. Well, you're not likely to get any, unless I know your names. A telegram would be for Joe Smith.
1: Joe Smith? Now, Bill, you know that.
4: Never name. mind, Jingles.
0: Oh, oh, okay. What's going on here, gents? First you want a telegram, then you don't. You give your name as Joe Smith, but this big fella calls you Bill. And you're calling him Jingles. It just don't sound right. There's something fishy. Yeah, kind of mixed
1: up, huh? But it's all right, mister. You see, my partner's name is Joe Bill Smith.
0: That, but 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 his ma used to call him mush in the face. It <laughs> don't make no difference. Ain't got no telegram for none of them fellas. No, you haven't? That's what I said. Narry a thing. <laughs> Woo! My rabbit foot's working today. No telegrams,
1: no trouble. Come on, Bill, let's go paint the town red. All right, Jingles.
0: We'll be back later, mister, if a message comes. Can if you want to. But in the meantime, you better be careful about painting the town red. Folks around Pleasantville like our town just the color it is.
4: Hey, Jingles, look up ahead there.
1: Yeah. Medicine show, come on, Bill. Maybe we'll find something to do after all.
3: No, gents, step right up close to the platform. That's it. I, Doctor T. Buddington Shoes, am about to perform some of the most amazing feats of prestidigitation ever to confound the eyes of men. Bill,
1: did you hear what he said? He was going to do? Yeah, I heard him.
3: Closer, boys. Now, in order to perform these amazing tricks. I shall need an assistant. You, my good man, you. The one with the shape like a bale of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> now who's got a shape like that? <laughs> you, laughing boy. <laughs> who's he Who, me? That's right. Step right up here and give me a hand. Oh,
1: no, 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 not me. (laughs) Go ahead,
3: Jingles. You were looking for something to do. Well, all right. That's right, my good man. Come right up those steps. Well, I don't think I'm going to like this. That's it. Well, here I am. Good afternoon, sir. May I introduce myself? Oh, sure. Go right ahead. I am T. Buddington Chew's. Doctor of health and happiness, actor, traveler and musician, and originator of that wonderful nostrum, Dr. Chu's famous magic snake oil remedy, which I shall offer for sale in just a few moments. I, uh, also sing. Oh, my goodness, all of that's Just magic, Every bit and more, sir. I am also a proponent of the theory that the hand is quicker than the eye. Well, do tell. Well, go ahead and prove it. <laughs> <laughs> then what, may I ask you, sir, are you planning to do with that chicken under your hat? Chicken? Uh, oh, are you loco? There's no chicken under my
1: hat. Now, look, I'll just take it off and show you. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> Well, what do you know?
3: And now, my good friends, I shall further amaze you by performing that famous trick. Of sawing a human being in half, well. right before your startled eye. Hmm. Here you are, sir. Will you be good enough to lie down in this big black box? Yeah, the big... Who? Oh, me? No! Certainly, sir. Without someone to saw in two... I cannot saw. <laughs> well, now, if you look real
1: good, you can tell your friends you saw me heading down the street just lickety-cut. Hey, Bill, let's get out of here before I get separated from my other half. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Jingles? Why, that smooth-talking galoot was going to saw me
0: in two pieces.
4: That was only a trick, Jingles.
1: A dirty trick on
0: my stomach, that's what. Hey, look who's coming. Hey, you gents. It ready up just a minute. Ah. Oh, yes. Sir. That dear telegram you asked about, but didn't want,
7: it come anyway, just a few minutes ago, for Joe Smith. And here it is.
4: Thank you, mister.
1: Oh, now, don't open it, Bill. Oh, now you've gone and done it. what did it say?
4: Looks like our fun's over, Jingles. This telegram spells trouble, and plenty of it. <laughs>
0: Howdy, partners. This is Panhandle Jim. And you know what I just did? I turned my radio up. Got to munching my corn pops aloud, I couldn't hear so good. (laughs) I figure most of you wranglers are eating Kellogg's corn pops right now. If you aren't, here's what you're missing. Corn pops are golden hearts of corn, all popped up big and smiling. They're crisp and crunchy. And listen to this, they're already sweetened for you. Eat them right out of the box, or when you chow down at breakfast, in a bowl with milk. No sugar needed, mind you. The sweetening's already there. You've never tasted anything so downright good as Kellogg's Corn Pops. Yes, sir, I'll stake my new ten-gallon hat. You never enjoyed better eating. Now, tomorrow, sure, you'll want to saddle up and ride for the store. Load up on Kellogg's Corn Pops, so you'll have plenty around for breakfast and snacks. Now, listen to this little saying I always use. Kids love pops, moms love pops, and pops love pops. Now, let's get back to Wild Bill and Jingles.
7: Just when Jingles has escaped being sawed in two by Dr. T. Buddington Chews, the telegraph operator runs up to deliver a telegram to Wild Bill Hickok. Bill takes one look and says it means trouble, and plenty of it.
1: I knew it, I knew it. Bill, trouble follows you around like a stalking lion. What's the telegram say?
4: Headquarters in Abilene says there's a couple of confidence men in this area. They want us to smoke them up.
1: Confidence men? You mean those buzzards that swindle old men and widows out of their land or money? That's right, Jingles. You want to send them an answer, Mr. Hickok? Hickok? Now, how'd you know it wasn't Joe Smith like he said? <laughs> he don't think he could fool me, do you? Uh, you're smart, huh?
4: All right, mister, so you know me. Well, don't spread it around, huh? Oh, I won't, Marshal. And uh, send this reply to Abilene. Message received, wire complete description of criminals. sign at Hickcock.
7: I got you, Marshal. Hope they ain't closed for the day. It's kind of late.
4: Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. What time is it, Jingles?
1: Well, now, I'll just take a look at my old turnip and tell you it Bill. Bill. My watch is gone. Some light-fingered salamander stole it, that's what.
4: Might have been a pickpocket in that crowd or on the medicine show.
1: Then let's go back there and cut him out of the herd.
4: Well, looks like the show's over.
1: <laughs> yeah, the crowd's breaking up and... Hey, hold it, gents! Now, oh, hold it! There's a snake among you, and if I can find him, I mean to pull his fang.
5: Take it easy, Jingles. What's that, Stranger?
1: I said there's a sidewinder in this crowd somewhere that stole my watch, and I'm about to. That's and... mighty
5: big talk, fat boy. Oh. Unless you mean to back it up, you better button that sagging lip. You're doing some talking, mister.
4: Maybe you're the one that got his watch.
5: Nobody talks to Slash Barker that way and lives. Draw, mister. Uh, Did you
1: see oh. that draw? What's
5: the fastest draw I ever seen? You winged him, Bill. Uh, you, why'd you get into this, mister?
4: This is my partner. No one picks a fight with them without figuring on me, too.
5: Yeah? Well, you ain't seen the last of me. You got the drop on me once, but there'll be another time. And when it comes, they'll carve a slab for you on Boot Hill. Don't be too sure about that. All right, men. Show's over. Break it up.
6: My land of living, Dr. Chews. it was sure thoughtful of you to come riding all the way out here with my bottle of remedy.
3: Not at all, my dear Mrs. Wilson. I was just closing up my show after a very successful day when I said to myself, Buddington, you haven't called on the Widow Wilson this trip tonight. It's the night.
6: Oh, how sweet. You thought of me. My, it's been so long since a man has thought about me. It fair sets my hair to curling.
3: And a very pretty curl it is, too, Bedelia.
6: You, you call me Bedelia?
3: Please don't think me forward, ma'am.
6: Oh, oh, I don't, Buddington.
3: Then I may hope, Bedelia.
6: Yes, Buddington. And, and now that I have found a man I can trust, I want your advice.
3: My advice about what, my love?
6: (laughs) My money. Money? Hmm.
3: How much money do you have, Bedelia?
6: Nine thousand dollars.
3: That's a lot of money, Bedelia. Is it in the bank?
6: No, Buddington. It's here.
3: But you should not keep it here. If you want my advice, why don't you let me take it for you and put it in the Rock Falls Bank?
6: Oh, would you, Buddington? Here. Here's the money.
3: You had it there in your chair all the time?
6: Yes, I knew I could trust you, Buddington.
3: Uh, uh, Yes, well, uh, I must be going now.
6: So soon, Buddington?
3: Yes, but uh, when I return, I may have something very personal to ask you, Petilia.
6: Personal? Oh, (laughs) Buddington.
3: But now I am off. I shall guard this money with my life. Until it is safely in the bank at Rock Falls. Goodbye, my fair Petelia. Until we meet again. Steady on, O mighty steed, whilst I the What's the matter, Beelzebub? Is my poetry not to your liking? Then here is one I know you prefer. Looking at the upturned faces, Wayne cried, let our motto be to the one who fights for freedom. God will give us victory. Belch the cannons, fire and thunder. Burst the shells to left and right. Uh,
5: all right, you old fossil, reach for them stars. Who dares to accost Dr. T. Buddington Hughes? Right, would get down off that horse pronto, or you'll be breathing through your skin. Uh, why do you wear a mask? What business have you with me, sir? $9,000 worth of business, you old goat. I'd hand it over fast. This is an
3: outrage, sir.
5: Oh, here it is. This will buy me a lot of what I want, mister. And just to keep you from spreading the word too fast, I'm going to tie you up. Uh, no. Hold still. You, sir, are a sneaking, varmint and a low life villain. Instead of calling me names, you ought to be thankful I ain't plugging uh. There, that'll hold you. (laughs) Adios, sucker. Give my thanks to the widow when you see her.
0: Yeah.
1: Bill, I've been thinking.
4: You mean that supper we had started your brain to working?
1: Well, now, that might have had something to do with it. But I've been wondering whether that coyote slash barker could be one of those men you got a telegram about.
4: Might be, Jingles. We'll wait for a description and see if it fits.
1: Well, you gotta watch out for him. He's out to get you, you know, and and me too, come to think of it. Jingles! Yeah, somebody's limbering up a six gun. The shots came from over this way. Let's go. What do you reckon it is, Bill? Hey, Jingles, look, up there on the road. Yeah, it's a man, and there's somebody on a
4: horse riding away. Too dark to see much. I'll take a pot shot anyway. He's too far to hit, Bill. Yeah. Let's stop and help this gent. Whoa, whoa,
3: boy, whoa, hold up. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa.
3: Jingles, look who it is. Did, did I hear you say Jingles, sir? Oh, well, Bill, that sounds like Dr. T. Buddington Chew. It is Jingles. What happened, Dr. Chews? Here, now, I'll untie you while you tell us. It's a tragedy, my friends. I was entrusted with some money by a very dear friend. But just now, a masked bandit held me at gunpoint and took the money. Whose money was it? The Widow Wilson's. How much money? $9,000, and that road agent is getting away with it.
4: Why, that ringtail lizard? I'm not so sure he's getting away. What do you mean, Bill? You'd never catch him now, sir. Can you make it back to town, Doctor? Oh, yes, I suppose so. Then go to the sheriff's office and wait. Jingles, go get Widow Wilson and bring her into the sheriff's office.
1: Uh, but, but what are you going to do, Bill?
4: I'm going to track down that thieving snake and drag him in at the end of a rope.
0: We're really getting both barrels on this show. But how about taking a minute to catch your breath while your old sidekick panhandle Jim does a little chinning about something real good. It's about Kellogg's Corn Pops, a wonderful eating cereal that's already sweetened for you. Now listen close here. Corn Pops are hearts of corn all puffed up big and happy with plenty of tasty sweetening on them. Now you can eat them the way I eat them when I listen to Wild Bill Hickok, Right out of the box by the handful. But come breakfast time, pour them out in a bowl and add a little milk. Now just leave the sugar bowl in the pantry, because like I just said, they've already got the sweetening right on them. Every single corn pop. If you're eating them right now, look at the bag inside the box. That bag's pure aluminum. Keeps Kellogg's corn pops fresh up to ten times longer. Now don't go fussing with one box of corn pops. The way your family's going to go for them, you're liable to miss out on some. Get your mom to load up big. Then out of the box or out of the bowl, you can have all the Kellogg's corn pops you want, and you'll want plenty. Now, all together, let's tell everybody who loves corn pops. Kids love pops. Moms love pops. And pops love pops. Now let's hustle on back to the show. <laughs>
7: Now, Wild Bill has been riding for miles in full chase after the bandit when suddenly he stops his horse on a dark trail, dismounts, and puts his ear close to the ground, then listens. Sure glad the Indians taught me this trick.
4: Yep, there he is. My ear close to the ground, I can hear his horse running. He's closer, and I'm gaining. Well, we haven't lost him yet. Come on, boy, let's get him. Up, boy.
2: Up, boy. Let's go. Run!
6: Land the living, Mr. Jingles. Getting a body up in the middle of the night is enough to start me ailing all over again.
1: Well, I hope not, ma'am, but when Wild Bill Hickok says to get you, I just got to get you.
6: Goodness. I hope you're right about poor Buddington not being hurt.
1: Uh, you ain't gone a little sweet on this Buddington, have you, ma'am?
6: Now you just tend to your driving, young fella, and let's get on into town before I catch my death. Yes,
1: ma'am.
4: <laughs> All right, mister. You might as well give up. You ain't taking me in. Now your gun's gone. Rain up. You'll never catch me. Okay, I've got a loop swinging to pull you off that horse. There it comes, over your head. All right, mister. Now I'm going to take you back into town like I promised Jingles, at the end of a rope.
0: You say Wild Bill Hickok
3: told you to come here and wait, Doctor? Yes, Sheriff, that's what he said, but it doesn't look like he's going to show up. So if you don't mind, sir, I think I shall take my departure. Oh, no, you don't. I don't know
0: what it's all about, but if Wild Bill Hickok says to wait, you wait for... Sheriff? None I... of that button, now. Just you wait. That... My mm-hmm.
6: land a-living. That was a wild ride. Evening, Sheriff, or is it morning? Oh, there you are, Buddington.
1: By, uh, evening, Miss Wilson. Evening, Sheriff. I'm Wild Bill Hickok's partner, and my name's Jingle. Well, glad to make the acquaintance of any friend of Wild Bill's. Uh, By the way, where is he? Oh, he's rounding up a varmint, Sheriff. He'll be along. Well,
6: hello, Doc. So you made it back all right.
1: Uh,
3: Yes, thank you.
6: Oh, Buddington, are you really all right?
3: My dear, I cannot tell you how sorry I am about the money.
1: Doc, wait a minute. Do you mind if I take a little closer look at that watch chain you're sporting across your vest? I, uh now, Who's uh, this to coming
5: Just me, Sheriff. And a customer for your jail.
1: I knew you'd get him, Bill.
5: Well, he wouldn't have if he... Hey, Doc. What are you doing here? Shut up, you idiot.
1: Well, now, do you two know each other?
4: I'd say they do, Jingles. They've been partners in crime for a long time. What do you mean, Hickok? A very clever scheme, Sheriff. They travel from town to town with a medicine show. Dr. Chews makes love to the widows, get their confidence, and their money.
1: Then that's what you mean by confidence, man, huh, Bill?
4: Exactly. When the doc starts for town on a dark road, Slash Barker comes along and holds him up. Then Slash takes the money and
6: skedaddles. Oh, Buddington.
4: Later, they meet and split. Barker told me all about it. Slash Barker, I'll kill you for this. He's loco, Doc. I didn't tell him nothing. No, Doc, he didn't. But what you just said is a confession if I ever heard one. And I've got plenty of witnesses.
1: I guess we won't uh, have to wait for that wire from Abilene, huh, Bill?
4: No, Jingles. The description would fit these two perfectly. Here's your money, ma'am. I'd be mighty
1: careful from now on.
6: Oh, I will, Mr. Hickok. But he talked so pretty.
1: (laughs) Yes, ma'am. But you'd better stay shy of those sweet talking hombres. With all that honey running loose, there's bound to be a bee in the neighborhood and Well, you might just get stung again.
7: (laughs) And now, here are the stars of Wild Bill Hickok, Guy Madison, and Andy Devine.
4: Well, folks, Andy and I will be back next week with more adventure and trouble.
1: Yeah, Guy, you always get the adventure, but... What do I get? Nothing but trouble.
4: <laughs> Meanwhile, Andy and I also hope you'll remember to get Kellogg's Corn Pops.
1: Right. It's the great new cereal with the sweetening already on it.
4: You bet it is. Andy and I think Corn Pops are great. So long.
1: See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Yes, sir, be sure to listen next week at the same time on this same station when Kellogg's Corn Pops brings you another exciting transcribed story of Wild Bill Hickok starring Guy Madison and Andy Devine in person. Today's cast included Herbert Butterfield, Paul Fries, Howard McNear, Gene Vanderpile, and Jack Moyles. Our director is Paul Pierce, music by Dick O'Rant. This is a David Heyer production. This is Charlie Lyon reminding you... Kids love Pops, Moms love Pops, Pops love Pops, Kellogg's Corn Pops!